Liberty to the All Bullshit Aside podcast with Mr. Barry Winate. This is my co-host Edie. Hi everyone. And today we have a special guest. This is my son, David Jr. Hola. So this is episode five. And today uh, my son's uh, made himself available to speak about his side of growing up in a marriage uh, with a step parent. And I hope a lot of you can relate to that. No? All right. Well, let's get started. So David Jr., um, let's go ahead and take it all the way back to the beginning. Um, as far as when you were four years old, you had a, um, a huge um, loss there, the loss of a parent, loss of your mom, Angie. And I think we probably should start there as far as how that affected you as a child, if you want to speak a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was four years old when that incident happened. Um, but, you know, being a kid at that young age i didn't really understand what was going on i i do remember certain things and you know kind of just questioning like why, why why is this changing now where's my mom and you know what what's going on but you know being a kid i'm just like well you know i'm just gonna go play outside so I nothing really registered to me at a young age about the the severity of the situation um so just you know just kind of hard to understand as a kid um exactly what was going on so as four or five year old obviously um you probably didn't really like you said you didn't feel you know um any different but when did you start feeling the loss you know honestly not until i got a little bit older like around in my teen my teen years is when i actually like oh crap like this is how it is now like that's she's she's gone um you know just that's when I started realizing, realizing what was really happening. Um, and that's when I kind of just started coping in different ways on, uh, from the loss. Well, by then in high school, your dad had already moved on. Um, I mean, it was about a year, I think after. Yeah. I moved on pretty quick. I, you know, I, I guess as a, a parent going through the loss, I, you know, met somebody and I kind of felt like I needed that right away. So I didn't, you know, really get to know this person. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really mourn his mom that long, you know. And for me at that time, I was, what, 25? I felt like, oh, this is normal. So, you know, I jumped into another relationship, which is something that you're not supposed to do. I never healed from that. It took me a long time to heal. So it didn't help that I just jumped in, you know, and not even, not even like mourn. Yeah, process everything, yeah. you know. And, and for me, a part of that was, Cause he was small and also uh, a lot of people know I had a stepdaughter and you know, I felt like I needed to bring someone into their life to kind of help out a little bit, but it was like, it, you know, I never thought about the effects of if this person right for them, is she, you know, going to be a great mother figure and, or whatnot. So, and he was all, he was, he was okay with it. He was small. He was okay with it. You know, I mean, it seemed like it, but my stepdaughter was not, she wasn't accepting it. Oh, know? wow. Well, I mean, again, with her not being here, I'm sure she had to, you know, deal with the loss and mm -hmm. and was probably not ready for that, obviously. Yeah. But um, during that time, when you did get um, with your ex-wife, you got married, mm -hmm. you guys moved in, you, and then again, instant stepmom, you know, and, yeah. you know, grade school, high school. Um, do you want to go ahead and go over, you know, what you experienced as far as living with you know, your stepmom, um, processing the loss of your mom, just the whole childhood, you know, do you have things that you would like to share? Yeah. Um, so definitely initially when, um, you know, she first came into the picture, you know, I was, you know, obviously excited because it was like, Hey, 
I don't have my mom, but now this person I think is my mom. She's here now, so everything was okay. Um, you know, and as, as I was growing up, I wasn't really, um, I'm not, not saying I wasn't with my dad and him, but I, I was surrounded by a lot of family that were trying to help me with, with me and my stepsister with the process is that, you know, we were always at somebody's family's house. We were always being taken care of. So it wasn't, I wasn't really directly, um, I guess, parented by her um, initially. Not not saying like I was abandoned. I, I was just because there was a lot of people that were helping. Yeah, calling. just trying to help me okay. and my stepsister or my sister um, just kind of cope with it. But it wasn't until, um, you know, my kind of, I guess, turmoil kind of started between my sister and her where my sister wanted to, you know, be with her biological father. Right. So when that happened, I was like somebody that I was with through a very tough time and, you know, who I loved. It was like my sister, you know, obviously my sister. I love her. We grew up, we were like, we were inseparable. Now she's gone and now it's just me. Um, so that definitely, you know, took a toll because it's like, it was like loss number two. Yeah, you know? it was, it was us, like yeah. another person leaving you. Yeah. Um. So you know when that happened, that's when you know I started when I was obviously getting bigger, and I kind of had this. We had this routine now where it's like, okay, well now you live with us, and you know because for a time I, I lived with my grandma because um you know he was freshly new into this relationship, and you know he was trying to get his you know life started, and you know it's kind of hard to do that when you already have a kid. So I was living with my grandma for a time. Um, Where were you living? With her? Uh, no, I had, when I just got married, we we were still living in my old place. Then I sold it. Then we got a small studio. So oh, obviously okay. he couldn't fit there. And, it was, you know, this this was weird. This came from my mom. My mom was the one that said, they suggested this, that she would take him for a little bit just so I can kind of, you know, enjoy the this new marriage a little bit. And then I would bring him like every other weekend or mm -hmm. almost on the weekends yeah. with me and, you know, just take him out, buy him stuff. Uh, and then we were only there for, I think, I think two years. And then we bought a house. So then he moved into the house. My daughter was just born into this house. So we were like a little family now. But he was already, how old were you? I think you were. I want to say uh, like eight, eight, around yeah. eight years old. Did you feel during those two years abandoned by your dad? No, no. Um, because, you know, like, like I said, you know, I lost my mom, but, you know, my grandma has always, she was, she's my mom. Right. I consider my, you know, my grandma, my mom, mm -hmm. because she, she raised me, she took care of me. She, you know, she was, she, even till this very day, she'll still text me, you know, good night. I love you. So it's like, she's always yeah. been my mom. And every time I refer to her, like, you know, that's my, I don't call her grandma. Yeah, I don't I say, hey, grandma. Mom. I say, hey, mom. Mm -hmm. Um, so I never felt abandoned. I, I, in a way I understood, I'm like, okay, well, you know, he's doing this thing, but I, I, you know, I had my grandma and then, um, her daughter, my aunt, which we were relatively around the same age. Okay. Um, she was a couple of years older than me. So she was like another sister. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I never felt abandoned by him. Oh, that's good. That's good. Just, you know, going over. So as far as <clears throat> the two years, then you, um, your daughter was born or. Yeah. My um, daughter was born. I think two years after we got married. Yeah, we waited two years. She got pregnant. We got married. Yeah. Um, so that, like I said, we got this house and he moved in with me. My daughter was born into this house. We were there for like two years. And, but that's when I started seeing the, the, you know, what I saw, you know, with my eyes, just red, him yeah. kind of acting up, you know, uh, you know, little things here and there. And that, you know, and they told me when he was small, he was getting therapy. He probably doesn't remember that, but they told me right now he's can't process this. 
You know, he 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 just thinks she's asleep somewhere and she's not here. But when he gets older, is when he's gonna you have to worry about it. And you know, I yeah. saw it happen. And I, I, I mean, as a, a dad, I always felt like any kid always needs their mom. And I felt right. like well, I can't. You know, how do, how am I a mom? How can I be a mom? I don't know how. Right. So I always my mom. My mom would always step in. My mom's solution was like, let me have him for a couple of days, or let me this, let me that, let me tell him. You no, know? for me it was I was very like, you know, do this, do that, just not really caring about why his, he was his acting feelings, up. just his... like i was just looking at this is what happened in school why did you do that and it was you know whatever and then the punishment or i spank him or whatever you know right. but i never ever looked at why it was happening where was it coming from now as an adult i mean older adult and and him um and finally looking back at everything it's like man i never took the time to be i don't i don't i either for a long time i thought i was just not a good dad so <laughs> You did the best, obviously. I mean, well, so we're here. You want to, you know, you want to share your your story, speak your truth, and that's all what this podcast is, you mm-hmm. know. And um, we definitely want to go over, you know, this part of it. Um, the one thing that I don't want to forget, and I, I want you to process what you're processing, of course. But um, when you say your mom stepped in in the role mm-hmm. of being the mom, do you feel your ex-wife? was not given uh, the whole opportunity to be a better parent to him or do you do you feel that she was a good stepmom to you or was she um kind of had it where she didn't have to do so much because your mom your you know your grandma your mom did it for her um have you ever thought about that I did. Uh, so I kind of like, as I got older, I kind of reflected back on like, man, like why did all this happen? Like what, what's going on? Um, and it kind of helped, like it kind of fell into later on in life when I, when I seek therapy. Um, but I just felt like I was never welcomed by her. Um, I was never, I was kind of like just in the way some, in a, in a way, like I just felt like I wasn't welcomed. Um, <clears throat> Well, I, that's why I'm. That's why I'm asking, kind of, what you both are saying that your mom, you know, took the role of as the grandma, but the mom. And I, again, you know, I'm just listening to your stories as far story as far as do you feel like she wasn't given the opportunity at the beginning, or did she not want it? No, you know what? Like I look back now, and I and I see everything. The same thing he said. I reflect. I started reflecting. Yeah. And looking back, and I and I felt like I never really listened to him. Mm-hmm. I felt like I would come home, junior, this, 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 and that, and then right away, hey man, blah, 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 you know, whatever, discipline. And I now I look back, and I'm like, you know, maybe it wasn't really him. Maybe it was just her. And you know what? Like you said, um, like you were in the way. And I'm, and I know that it, this is going to come out, and I haven't talked about this, but my mom not that long ago confided in me and said that there was a time where she went to him. She, my ex-wife, told my mom that she would give her money to keep him. Oh wow! Like the because he, he was getting some social security money, so she would she told my mom, um, you know, if you want, just keep him. So now I look back and I think she didn't. She never wanted him. It all changed when my daughter was born. My daughter came into a picture, and of course, that's our only kid. It's like, so, um, so I can understand my ex-wife's, like, this is mine. That's not mine. 
and I understand that as a step parent, any step parent in any in any relationship, they're always they're they're gonna ex if they're gonna date somebody, and you're gonna accept their kids, okay. But at the same time, I understand that you can't love them as yours. You know, you can kind of show them some kind of guidance or some kind of love. But I understand that part. And now I look back now, and a lot of our arguments were because of him. Because not because he was being bad. I was like, an angel of a child. <laughs> but because she just, I look back and I think, shit, she just didn't like him. She didn't like him, you know? You know, and as time goes on, I hear stuff. I heard, I found out other things that, you know, even her mom told her was not your kid. You don't have to love. You're, yeah, you're right. It's not your kid. You don't have to love him like it's yours. But at least show him some kind of love. Yeah. You know? So I, I did see times where it just felt like, man, every time I come home, it's like, you know, okay, I get it. You know, you're a kid, you have chores. You know, Junior's thing, he remembers, throw out the trash, keep your room clean, keep your, because he had his own bathroom, he had his own everything. Yeah. Keep your side cool, that's it. Um, you know, I, I used to take him working with me so he wouldn't be home all day. I took him a lot because I felt like I didn't want her and him to clash all the time because he was right. getting bigger. But at the same time, I wanted to show him some kind of structure. Look, this is what it is to go out in the world and work. And, you know, and, and I wish I could have done more for him, but I think I did. The most I could. Okay. But yeah, a lot of our fights were because I was not babying him, but I don't know. I felt like I, I used to argue with my ex-wife about, I feel like I owe him because he don't have his mom. So I feel like there's that void. Like, how do I feel that void? And, and you know, like, I can't just be on him all the time. Like, just like, you know, I feel like he's going through it still. But we never really talked about it. We never really did. I mean, did you feel when you were with her that you felt she didn't love him completely? Like the the first time that I felt, and it was already, you know, the the end, you know, like getting to the end of the, the the marriage. The first time I felt like she didn't love him was when he came back from the military, and she kicked us out because me and her were going through our own issues. I had to go out. She wanted me to go out and get anger management. She wanted me to go and get you know, some kind of therapies and that. And I was like, well, why don't we get marriage counseling together? There's nothing wrong with me. It, there was nothing wrong with, you know, a narcissist is always going to, like, there's nothing wrong with them. But I left and I got very upset because she, she told him to leave. And I'm like, why? He's not in your way. He has his own room. At that time, he had two jobs there in, 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 um, in Simi Valley. And he, it was, it was, uh, it was easy for him to stay there and, you know, work those jobs. Well, now you're, you know, you're telling us to leave. You're telling him to leave. Well, now we have to move to another city and you're making it hard for him. Leave him there. No, I think he should be with his dad. Now I'm like, bullshit. You never wanted him. You know, how is he in your way? And, you know, he just got here from fucking, you know, Afghanistan. He's out there fighting, you know, for freedom. And she let you know didn't want him there she did she wasn't understanding to a situation like how do you tell somebody that's here two weeks get a job you know it's like that bothered me but you know it's like you're married and you're like happy wife happy life happy wife happy life so i always so my my now when i look back i'm like i catered to her too much i always took her side i took her family side i always neglected my family i neglected my kids do you agree um, I wouldn't say neglect, but like I said, he, you know, it was, it's one thing to neglect a child and be like, well, we're going to go do this, that, and the other, and you just stay here, which is kind of, sometimes it happened because it was, um, you know, they would go out and, you know, they would go hang out and I would just kind of stay home and. By know, choice or they were like 
we're going by. See yeah, you later. kind of. And like, like not like I don't want him. I don't want to make him seem like a dirtbag or anything. But you know, he did like they would go out and hang out with their friends, and I would kind of just stay home and like do chores and, um, you know, because it was I was at the age I could just take care of myself, and I was just like, you know, let me just I'll stay home play video games or, you know. But it just felt like. You know, for a while growing up, it was just them three, and then I was just kind of there. I was kind of just there to clean mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it was like, I don't blame him for any of it because it's growing up. He, you know, especially, you know, about I'm gonna be a father myself. Congratulations, um, by you. the way. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I feel like you know he did a, he did a good job for what he he was able to like for what he had. You know, I I, I grew up. I grew up clean. I had no criminal record. I, you know, I stayed out of trouble. I work hard. You know, I know the, I, I know the value of hard work because of him. And so it's like, you know, I don't really blame him for, you know, yeah, maybe I, it would have been cool to go hang out with people or go here, or go there. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, all right, well, I mean, if you were to look in life and say all like the good and bad, I mean, I, I, it's just, you just, Drive yourself crazy, just mm-hmm. what and what if. Do you feel that now that you're older, you've forgave him, and maybe you're a little bit more lenient than at that time? Because I know people tend to go into like addiction. Video games could be an addiction. Yeah. So I know because I have a couple people who do that, and they just want to be in a whole different world. Do you feel like you were trying to to cope with it as well as like you know being in you know the video world and um, at that age, and then now that you're older, do you feel like you know? Well, like, in a way, yeah, I just kind of like, you know, I, 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 growing up and like, that's when I guess, I don't know, technology was really booming. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I, you know what, I'd rather just stay home play video games. I don't really want to go out, like, you know, but, um, you know, there was times where I'm just like, man, I'm just, you know, I felt like, a, in, in a way, I felt like a prisoner oh. and, and like, and, sh- and she was the warden. And I was like, you know, and there, and as I got older, I started like I said, analyzing thing. I'm like, well, I can't believe like, you know, I would just be in like when we lived, we moved to Bakersfield, and that's I, I was. Where, I think that's where it was the worst. Because, Bakersfield, yeah, because I was gone all day. Like I literally would leave what six in the morning and come back eight nine o'clock at night. So I spent my whole you know day working out here in LA, and then, um, you know, getting food out here. Everything, everything was out here. You know, yeah, driving back and 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 he didn't throw out the trash and this and that. I'm like, come on, right away. He's like, I'm not. I don't want to deal with this right now. You know, um, right. So, you know, now that the divorce, everything's done, I've sat back and looked back at all the times and a lot of it was just her didn't, you know, not liking them. You know, uh, one, like one thing that I, I just came back to me was when we took a family picture, it, she excluded him from that picture. Oh, and I said, why? Wow. Well, it's just, I, I just want, this is another thing. I just want us mm-hmm. and we'll do something with him, but I just want something for me, you and Bianca. And I was like, okay. So me being fucking stupid, not even understanding, it was her excluding him always. Did you know? I, did you guys ever take a family picture? We only took one family picture in our whole twenty year marriage, and it was just me, her, and my daughter. That's it. Everything was my daughter, my daughter, my daughter. But it's I always had a like, I I know that I took her side a lot, and now I know I was wrong. But it's like you know, it, me and him, we it was like it was like walking on eggshells twenty four seven. Wow. Hey man, don't do this, don't do that, because I don't want to hear it, or you know. But my daughter was just, she was, you know, she, she was, she was, she could do no wrong. Right. You know, my daughter's mm-hmm. a good kid, and I get it; she's gonna be more lenient with my daughter. But 
you know, the things that stand out, like when you would say, well, he needs to do this, he needs to do that. Okay, I get it. But, you know, he just came from fighting a fucking war. Give him a chance. He's not lazy. He's trying. So that's when he, I think he just kind of got fed up with it and an opportunity came um, in North Carolina with my, you know, where his uh, sis, uh, daughter. Oh, daughter, sorry, my uh, sister. His sister, sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he took it. And he's never looked back. And now he's in a great place. He's had his. Own, he has his own house. He's getting married. Well, he's got. He's married already. You know, through what? Through civil? the court. We the court. Yeah. Um, having a baby. Now, now I'm looking at him. I'm like, wow. And I and I don't want to sit, stand and you know, sit back and be like, that was me. No, because it wasn't on me. Maybe a little part of it. But I, I think a lot of it was his. It's you know him just doing what he had to do. And I, and I would hope that everything. He well, he's, a, saw, he's a version uh, of Angie and yeah, you. Yeah. So, you know, I think you know. he can look at what happened to me and and you know, because I'm you know me, I don't give a shit. I'll always say, Yeah, I did this, did that wrong. I that's one thing that I'm always gonna, you know, I'm always gonna be an open book. Yeah, I did that, yeah, I did this. Yeah, I'm not embarrassed about getting therapy, I'm not embarrassed about this, but I just felt like it was always me, 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 and the other person was just right, you know, nothing. There was no fault. He did no wrong. So that's the, now looking back, that's my biggest regret was not knowing that she treated, mistreated him when he was young. I think I would have, you know, and, and a lot of people tell me, no, you wouldn't know if you wouldn't have. No, I think if I would have seen something really bad, I think if my mom would have told me at that moment, she, she's offering me the social security money to keep him. At that moment, I think I would have been like, I'm done. I'm gone. There's no way you're giving away my son. Man, your mom can write a book. Oh, my, you know, trust uh, me, we're gonna get my mom in here one day. My mom. I hope you guys have enough battery life yeah, in this camera. Yeah. And if you have coffee in here when she's here, oh, forget oh. about it. It's gonna be. But yeah, it's uh, if anybody in this world has has been there for us, it's like what holds us together is my mom. So as far as um. Your mom, I know you, you're talking about your mom, you know, helping, and she still helps. Yeah, still she's definitely. Tuesday. She's going to be a grandma, so I'm sure she's excited yeah. to, for, um, I mean, she's already a grandma, but. Great grandma. Uh, great grandma, yeah. there you go. Um, I wanted to um, also to speak a little bit, and I mean, we can have another, um, you know, session about it, but your daughter, um, as far as the relationship that you two have. With my. The um, with um, your daughter, um, Bianca. Yeah. Um, so. How's that relationship? It it's good now, but definitely growing up, it was awful. Um, you know, it was just one of those things. Well, to kind of backtrack, um, you know, obviously being her being a girl, me being a boy, um, you know, obviously, like you know, it's my little sister. I'm gonna do whatever I can to protect her. But um, I guess there were some issues that happened with my stepmother with her being um inappropriately touched as a young child so she was very like you know weary of how who was around her or around her daughter so you know it, it got to the point where oh, you know that. every time you know I i'd be in my room and you know my sister would come in and hey how are you are you here hey bianca come here come here yeah yeah come on and then it got to the point where you know if me and her were like just joking or she would just she never wanted us together and um, another one that kind of really stuck with me was where she blatantly just in front of me would ask her, did he touch you in the wrong way? Oh, my gosh. In front of me. And I'm like, so that was like, it got to the point where like, man, every time I'm around my sister, I always get in trouble. So at that point, I'm like, I would just tell her, leave me alone. Get away from me. I don't want to be with you. Because every time it's like I get in trouble. 
or like you know you do something like you know if you ask a little girl in front of like her brother you know hey did he touch you anywhere that's like you know that mm-hmm. sticks with it you know that sticks with you yeah um so definitely you know our relationship i i just i i would avoid her i would avoid her at all costs because i knew that if you know if it was if she was with me too long or something she would just i would get in trouble for whatever it was so you know definitely kind of put it straight on our yeah that was a big thing um not allowing her to spend the nights with my family my at my, my my dad's house with my, my with my mom she can go but if so-and-so's there i'm like what are you talking about that like what's wrong with you so i think it's kind of crazy how she was always very protective of overprotective of my family but some of her family she really wasn't and and um you know towards the end when she was out already well in the end when she was out met this new guy or whatever she was okay with letting my daughter sleep around in other houses because she wanted to go have fun. So where's that, you know, where's that, you know, you try to, you, like you were just, you, you, you're all of a sudden you're not a mom. You don't care anymore. It's, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like that, that, that was where I started thinking it was, it was just against my, my kid. It was against my family. You know, like you're going to actually think that my family would do that. And I get it. You know, I think the world of my family, but if, you know, of course things happen. I had my uncle, my dad's brother. Right. He's the one that sexually, you know, was inappropriate with me. So I get it. And that was somebody that I loved. That was like my favorite uncle, yeah. you know? So it was harder for me to speak yeah. about it because it was like, I can't talk about my uncle like that. You know, it's going to look bad. My, my dad's going to get mad. And I got to a point where I didn't give a shit. Then, you know, you know, all was all, you know, I just... I don't care. I don't yeah. care. I don't care if um, you know, speaking my truth hurts people or or if it um if I'm gonna lose friendships or I'm gonna lose fa- it doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm at that yeah. point in my life where now I'm like my, my peace is very important. And if you're interrupting my peace, I don't need you in my life. You could go. You know, recently I had to get rid of a friend See you because later. of the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's kidding. like, you know, you're you're interrupting my peace. You're 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 over here being hateful and stuff and, and being you know whatever and it's like i don't need you i don't need you we definitely want to make sure that you know what you've learned and what you've learned yeah. obviously moving forward in your current relationship you know and your friendships mm-hmm. um who you want around and what makes you happy and who makes you happy and exactly. it doesn't matter what anybody's opinions yeah. are and as far as um you um david um is there anything else that you wanted to go over? I mean, I, I, the, the main thing is I want to make sure that you get to, you know, speak your truth as far as being there with um, a stepmom that sounds like she um, didn't really have or show, show the love. And again, I don't know her, not taking sides, mm-hmm. but she may have not have been shown her love as well. But again, as far as being the parent, um, as me being a parent in my own personal experience, you are the adult and again like you said at the beginning of loving step kids when you get into a relationship that those are your kids no matter what and if somebody has the issues when they don't love that person then they have their issues you know and I think that's what's helping you too knowing that mm-hmm. she has the problem mm-hmm. you know and now you're older and you're now in a marriage and you're yeah. gonna have your kids and you're gonna now know you know, how to, yeah. you know, love your children the way that you want it to be. Yeah, um, definitely. Just, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like how he, he told me, my, I always, you know, I always want you to have what I didn't. So I kind of want to, you know, just break that, that cycle of, you know, being, you know, it's, oh, no, you can't be, you can't ask for help. You got to just deal with it as a man. No, it's just not how it is anymore. 
And that's why we have, you know, people the way they come out because it's just, you know, we're taught from a young age. It's like when you fall up, you get up, you don't cry, you don't hurt, you don't, especially being a man, it's like, and being like in the Hispanic community, it's like we don't, we don't talk about mental health, we don't talk about our feelings, we work, and that's it. That's all we do. So definitely, you know, it's, you know, it's okay, you know, to be sad. Just don't let it, just don't be sad, if that makes sense. Like, you know, it's okay to be sad about something, but don't let that consume you because then you'll never, you know, you'll never grow as a person. So, you know, definitely if there's, you know, something that bothers you, you know, obviously I seek therapy because I was at a point in my life where I felt like, you know, this was it, I'm done. But then, you know, I, you know, went to go talk to somebody and, just talking, um, not even doing anything else was, you know, I was able to help. And, you know, um, you know, if you're going to take the responsibility of being with somebody with a kid, if it's not working, just rip that bandaid off and just, you know, call it quits. Cause you know, just to waste 20 years yeah. is, you know, what's the point? I yeah. mean, we get one life to live and if you're just going to spend it like that is, you know, what's the point? Right. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, definitely it was eye opening. Right. Cause because it was like, you couldn't wait for her, my son to be 18 so he could get the head out. But yeah, my daughter was okay for, you know what I mean? And I and I get it, she's a female. But um, it was like, no help. It was like, no, you do it all on your own. And if I try to help, no, he's got to do it on his own. But, you know, when my daughter was like, you know, she just wanted to take everything I had. No, 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 she needs, she needs, she needs. Like, no, it's not going to be like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my foot down. And then everything stopped. You know, my daughter, obviously, she's doing a lot better now. She's, um, you know, more mature than most kids out here her age. So I, I think I can I can look back and say, okay, my kids are doing good. I think I did a good job, you know. If God blessed me with another one, that's the one that's going to be, you know. Well, that, you got a grandson or right, yeah. a yeah, grandson, grandson coming. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, David Jr., um, for, thank you for having being me. our first guest. And um, we're going to do another session, another topic with um, having him with us as well. But is there anything you want to end the, the podcast today? So usually your dad does. So um, you want to look at the camera and just like and subscribe. Um, Thanks. Don't yeah. judge. Hey, grown men can cry. It's fine. You know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. If, you know, you think you need help, go get it. That's it. See you next time. All right. Thank you.